Hey friend, welcome back to the Insta Universe podcast and to this new episode. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for investing in yourself, for believing in yourself and leveling up your life because I think that is super, super important. It's the best thing that you can do for yourself. If you have any friends, families, BFFs, boyfriends, girlfriends who could benefit from this podcast, please feel free to share this and I would love to grow this community so that I can create more content that resonates with you. Um... Before we go into anything else, I do want to remind you that I am holding a workshop on November 21st and we'll be diving into your purpose. I want you to get clear on your career (laughs) and that kind of rhymes. I want you to, to understand what career makes you the happiest and how to achieve that and how to get there. You are now maybe in a job that you're unhappy in or maybe you just graduated and you just don't know what your next career step is going to be maybe you feel stuck or lost or you're just not motivated to get to work you're dragging yourself every day to the office then this is your workshop I'm looking for you if you're looking to up level your life up level your career what we will be doing is we're going over the five things that define your purpose and then I'm going to get into the practical stuff on how to actually achieve the goals that you have set for yourself So we'll be diving into self-awareness, understanding yourself in order to uh, choose the right kind of job and the right kind of environment and understanding how others see you in order to reduce stress and friction. We're going to go over your skills, your talents, your passions, and why you shouldn't base a career on passion alone. It's not a good idea, and I'll tell you why in the workshop. We're going to go over your life path to see what experiences you've had that shape you and that you can utilize in your career. And I also want to look at influences. So what is holding you back from reaching your maximum potential? So if that's something that you get excited about and you're like, damn, I am lost in my career. I don't know what to do. I am looking for you. This is your workshop. It's a two hour online workshop. Unfortunately, COVID has um, changed my plans. I really wanted to see you guys face to face, but unfortunately that's just not possible. So it's going to be online. Now I'll put the ticket link in the description of this podcast and I will put it on my Instagram as well. And I hope to see you there. I really do hope to see you there. If you're taking the time right now to listen to this podcast, then you have time to invest in your career and in your future. So I would love to see you there. I cannot wait to meet you online. And remember, there's only limited space available. I only have space for 10 people because I I don't want to be teaching you. It's not going to be a webinar. I don't want to you know, sit here on the screen and just talk to you. I actually want to find solutions to your problems. But in order to give everyone personal attention, I only have space for 10 people. So don't miss that chance. Sign up and I will see you on November 21st. Do you ever have those days where you have so much to do that you do everything else to distract yourself from doing the things you have to do? Because that's my day today. (laughs) But what I did want to do is sit here with you guys and chat for a new episode. Uh, I was really inspired to make this because I was reminded of this topic a few weeks ago when I was talking to a friend. And it's all about having a void in your life and it sounds super dramatic but it isn't 
um, it's just a period in your life when things don't go your way, when suddenly outside forces made you quit or something happened in your life where um, you no longer have a job, maybe you just graduated and you don't know what your next step is going to be. It's just like huge no man's land, right? And people always describe it as falling into a massive black hole. Uh, now I've personally experienced this three times in my life. Once when my skating career suddenly ended without me wanting to quit. And then a second time when I graduated, I had no idea what my next step was going to be. And then the third time when I was fired. So I had this three times, this situation. And um, it made a lot of impact in my life because three these three different situations allowed me to pivot my life and to uh, sit down and actually think about the things that I wanted to do and what type of action I needed to take in order to move towards that new goal, towards that new direction in, in my life. But I can totally understand that when you are in this void, maybe you know you are fired as well, or maybe you have a burnout, or you're just graduated, maybe you're job hunting after your first job syndrome. Um, whatever reason it is that you're not able to execute your profession anymore, uh, I just wanna go over the steps that I took every single time to pick up my life again, pick up the pieces and to get back on the horse, as, so to speak. Now, before I go into the, the four, is it four steps? I think so, four steps. I want to pay a little bit of attention to the way the void feels. Because if you're listening to this right now, you are in, a, in no man's land, you are in this like void. I just wanna say to you that it is totally okay and you are not a failure um, being in that void can feel so hopeless and it can feel empty and like you are a failure because you aren't doing anything during the day and that is totally okay i have been there others have been there as well and like you're all good okay you are enough you are right where you want to be you are right where you're supposed to be in life it is not a race so you were right where you're supposed to be, right? Now, when I was fired three years ago, this is the most recent void I was in, um, I remember that in the first few weeks, I was actually really excited. I was like, oh my God, I have all the time in the world. I can do all the things that I've wanted to do for the past few months, but I never had the time to do. And I was able to visit some friends and I was able to visit family and I was able to visit my favorite coffee shops and just have a relaxing cup of joe. Um, and the first few weeks were pure bliss. They were like an extended vacation, right? And so that was all fun and games. But then after a few weeks, things started to sink in. The dust started to settle. And that's when things get, got rough for me. Um, where in the beginning, like you're still really into your work rhythm, right? I still woke up at 7.30 in the morning and I did my morning routine. I had breakfast and then I would start my day. But after a few weeks of, of doing that, the pressure to get out of bed early and to wake up early and to start your day becomes less and less because you have nowhere to be. You have no one to report to. You don't have to be somewhere at 9 a.m. So 7.30 became 8.30. 8.30 became 9.30 sometimes, I hate to admit it. Um, so the days start like morphing into this like, yeah, it's just, just a feeling of 
bleh. There's no way, there's no other way to explain it but to make the sound. Um, and in the beginning, I also still had a lot of energy and um, I also had money because I still had some savings and I still had, you know, money coming in from my old salary. But then after like a month or two, um, that also started to change. And finances have a huge impact on, well, I mean, I'm sure my life, I'm sure your life as well, where, you know, the moment you start making less money, uh, life becomes a little bit more stressful. Uh, you still got bills to pay. Uh, and the money is just not coming in as frequently as you had expected. And so that kind of just throws you off as well. And after like the, the, the blissful period of that extended vacation comes this like negative spiral where, you know, days just seem the same. You have lost motivation. Uh, I started to search for jobs that I seriously had no interest in, but I just felt super desperate. I was like, okay, I just need a job. Just get me a job. I want to make money. So I became very desperate. So I was job searching from a very desperate place, which as we all know, doesn't work because the universe picks up some picks up on that and it just knows like you're not doing it with the right intention so you're not getting the job and then when you apply to jobs and you're not getting them then that can that negative spiral just continues and it just becomes this yeah this empty period in your life and for me it lasted about ooh it lasted about 4 months i think yeah it was 4 months so the first month was all was fun and games, and then the, the last three months were just like plain shitty. Um, but there were a couple of things that I did to get out of that because at one point I was just really um, disappointed in myself. Like this is not the way that you are. You know, I looked myself in in the mirror and I was like, this is not who you are. You are always very ambitious and energetic and you're a fighter and I love competition, I'm competitive and, and just sitting at home doing nothing, uh, only wearing sweatshirts and, and PJs is not, is not who I am. So I got out of these periods myself, but I can most definitely imagine that if you are in a void right now and you don't have the resources or you don't have the friends and family to support you, that it can be quite difficult to get out of it by yourself. And you know what? That is totally fine. Okay, that's totally okay. That's why I'm here. That's why this episode exists. So this is your resource and you can listen to this over and over again until you have your new dream job. So I want to go over the steps that have gotten me out of these like void situation multiple times, multiple times, three times. So the first thing that I did was paint a picture of my desired life. You got to start somewhere, right? When you are surrounded by hopelessness and emptiness and just no motivation, you have to find new motivation. What are you doing this for? And so the first thing I did, I was, I wrote down in my journal and I was like, what life do I want to live? Because I knew back then already that in order to have a good and happy, fulfilling career, I needed to have a good and happy, fulfilling life. Right? Because I work to live and not the other way around. And so I first needed to define the life that I wanted to live. And then I could find a job that would fit that lifestyle. So for example, I used to have a corporate job where I worked 40 hours a week. And 40 hours often became 50 hours a week. And I was working in the wrong environment with a lot of like toxic people around me. And so that sucked the energy out of me. And while I had that job, I had an amazing salary. 
I had amazing clothes because I was able to shop everywhere I wanted, but I had no energy to go to the gym. So my health decreased. I also didn't have time to spend with friends and family. And so I didn't see them as often as I'd like to. Um, I also felt like I was drained at the end of the day, right? So all I did was come home and watch Netflix. And that to me, that's not life. That's not living, right? Not having the energy to go out and do fun things. That's not, that's not how I see my life. And so I went and sit down, I sat down and I wrote down the life that I envisioned. What did that look like? And so that's the first thing that I would suggest you do. What type of life do you want to live? Where do you see yourself living in? What type of house? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to rent? Do you want to buy a, a minivan and just travel the world? I don't know. What do you want to do? Where do you see yourself living? Uh, what types of relationships do you have? And how often do you see these people? Do you have lots of friends? Do you have two or three? Do you have a large family that you want to visit every weekend? What do your relationships look like? Maybe you're single. I, I'm, I, mean, I was single for a long time and I didn't have time and energy to date. Maybe you want to do that. I don't know. Figure out what your relationships look like. Um, and then write down the things that you want to achieve concerning your health. Maybe you want to be, I don't know, more fit, more flexible, and that requires like yoga four times a week. I don't know. Figure out what you want to achieve in the area of health. And then you can also set aside your uh, financial goals. What type of money do you need? How much money do you need in order to create the lifestyle that you want to live? Okay? So these questions have nothing to do with your career at all. It's just about what type of life do you want to live? And I defined that for myself. And I came to the conclusion that I really wanted more freedom. I wanted more flexibility in my day. I wanted to be able to close my laptop at 2 p.m. and go grab a coffee, you know. And so I needed to find a job, a situation that was, that allowed me to do that. So what type of life do you want to live? And this is the fun thing because I know that everyone is going to skip this step, but you're really cutting yourself short. You're really hurting yourself by doing that because you think you know what you want but you don't know until you write it down on paper. It takes a whole, like it, it takes on this whole different dimension when you open a, a notebook and you write it down. And I actually had this experience this week where um, I am now working on like personal relationships and intimacy and vulnerability. And I had all of these like journaling prompts in front of me and I just started writing and I just, you know, the pen just started flowing and I, I read what I wrote down and I was like, damn, I didn't even know that was inside of my brain. I didn't know that those were my, my thoughts and my feelings. Okay, so you don't know unless you write it down. You think you know, but you don't. So take the time to paint this picture. Paint a picture of your ideal life. What does that look like? And once you know that, then you can go on to defining career-related goals. Like what type of company fits this lifestyle best? Is that a large corporate or is it a startup, right? What type of position uh, corresponds with this lifestyle? Am I a, am I a manager? Am I a CEO? Am I, um, pff, I don't know, just figure it out for yourself. What, what do you want to achieve? And who do you want to work with? Not just colleagues, but also what type of clients? Do you want to work like B2B? Do you want to work B2C? Um, 
who are you working with? And the most fun activity that I've done um, that really helped me define what type of job I was looking for was to create the ultimate ideal to-do list. So if you got your dream job, right, what types of tasks are on your to-do list? What does that look like? Um, because if you really enjoy video editing, for example, and you, you apply to a job for like I'm in a marketing position, but you have no video editing to do all day, every day, then it's not going to make you happy. So create the ideal to-do list for yourself and let's see what, what, what tasks and what job description fits that best. Now you can take it one step further by sitting down, closing your eyes, breathing, listening to like beach waves and stuff. I like to listen to nature sounds, or like rain sounds. And then visualize this life. Visualize yourself going to this new job, like waking up and going to this new job and uh, having fun with your colleagues and what type of building are you in and how, how do you feel in the morning? And then when you're done working, what do you do? Do you go home and do you cook this like elaborate meal? And what does it smell like? And what does it taste like? And then do you go off to have an evening run? You know, and how long are you running for? And what type of weather is it? And what type of environment are you running in? You can just go all out. Visualize your ideal life. What does that look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? You know, you just you can be as creative as you want, but it'll give you it'll give you an idea of where you want to go. And as you know, because we went over this in a previous episode, making empowered decisions, it only happens when you know what you're working towards. You can only make empowered decisions when you know what goal you're working towards. So don't skip this step, guys. It's very important. The next is a bit harder. It's about leaving your victim mentality behind. And when I was in my fired situation, when I was, when I was fired by email, by the way, um, it was very easy to blame others. It was very easy to blame the company. It's like, yeah, my boss fired me. They fired me, you know. And also with people who have like burnout or when I was really stressed, I would always say, you know, these people kept pushing me to my limits or my boss kept pushing me to my limits and they didn't respect my boundaries. So basically what you're doing is you're pointing fingers at other people. You're saying, yeah, it's their fault that I am in this situation. And that type of mentality just doesn't, it doesn't get you any further ahead in life because what you're doing basically is you're giving other people the power over you. You are giving away your power by saying that they are able to make you feel this way. They are responsible for the things that happen in your life. Your life sucks because they did something to you, which is just, yeah, it's this negative spiral that you're never going to get out of. Because if that's the way you think, then you are, you are the victim of your life. And you're not. You know, you are the creator of your life. And I know that in some circumstances, it's just not possible to have control over the situations like the pandemic, right? I totally understand that if you lost your job during the pandemic, then that is not your job. Corona is not your fault, okay? So I, I, do, I do sympathize with that, but the reaction you have to that situation is what you do have control over and you have to take responsibility of it. You are in control of your behavior 
your thoughts, your emotions. And so you get to decide today how you are going to deal with the situation. You can sit on the couch under a blanket every single day and cry yourself to sleep because you don't have a job. Or you can wake up, take responsibility, work out, eat healthy, talk to other people, listen to inspiring podcasts like this one, and get back on the horse. That is your choice and it's your responsibility to make the right one. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to you know, hide behind blankets and watch Netflix all day because I certainly did that as well. But there is a time where you have to recommit. It's okay to, to sleep on the couch for the whole day, but you have to come back the next day and recommit to making that life, that dream lifestyle, that ideal lifestyle a reality. So take control of the things that you can have control over. So your thoughts, your emotions, and your behavior. Yeah, I mean, I could write a book about how liberating the feeling is of stepping out of victim mode. I mean, it is... It's changed my life for the better, and not just in my career, but everywhere in my life. You know, you you have you play a part in something, and when I was fired, like I said, I blamed my, my the company and my boss for that. Uh, but when I really sat down and thought about it, I was like, well, that's not really fair because, first of all, I I applied to that job because I was escaping another one, so my intention wasn't that pure. Um, I wasn't motivated to level up that company I was you know I was more concerned about starting my own business and I wasn't you know I didn't really care about their business and third of all I wasn't showing up to my maximum potential okay I wasn't bringing my a game you know most of the time in hindsight you know that's something that I had to take responsibility for okay yeah they fired me but that wasn't that was a legit uh, decision and I fully accept that I forgive myself for that too, right? Um, at the time, I didn't know any better. I really was desperate to get out of another toxic environment. So I was really desperate to find a new job. And I was really happy when they they hired me. Um, so I had, to, I had to forgive myself too. Like, okay, at the time, you were in a different headspace, in a different situation. And you really just wanted to get out of that. And that's totally okay, right? I mean, what else could I have done? So yeah, I, I wrote an actual forgiveness letter to myself, forgiving myself for these past actions, which then also led me to accept the, the things that I did in order to end up in, my, in that situation where I got fired. So own, own your part in, in the thing that you're, whatever you're in, own, the, own your part. You did something, you can own that, okay? Like stepping out of victim mode is a whole podcast episode by itself I believe it's uh, I can talk about it for hours but yeah so step three once you've gotten out of victim mode you now get to step into creation mode right I like creation mode better than action mode but they're the same thing the only way to get out of the of the void is by taking action I feel like I'm repeating myself. <laughs> I feel like I keep repeating this in every single episode, but it's it's the truth. The only way to get through to get over a situation is to go through it and that's by taking action. No one's going to hire you if you don't apply to jobs. You're not going to get a new career unless you do something about it. Um and I think the the biggest mistake that people make in this creation mode mindset is that they have to make 
huge changes or they have to take massive action. And I hear a lot of people say that, like, take massive action. Yes, totally understand that. But if the first step is reading a book about, you know, your dream career, then that's okay. That's a perfect first step. You don't have to change the world in one day. Maybe you have this, or you visualize this, this new job that you're in in this totally new industry and you have to gain a little bit more experience, a little bit more skill. So the first step would be to find, um, you know, a workshop or a course. Maybe you do some volunteer work in order to gain that experience and to gain those skills. That's fine, you know. You're taking action towards that, that life that you want, towards that desired life. So... It can be small or it can be huge as in, okay, listen, I'm just going to apply. I'm going to call the manager over there and I'm just going to ask her to hire me. You know, you can take small steps. You can take big steps as long as you are taking steps. That's the most important part. You get to create the life that you want to live. And so um, I'm going to repeat my favorite mantra. And that is not asking yourself how you're going to get there, but what you can do today to get there. What can you do today? to um, realize your desired life it's a very important question break down your larger goals into small steps okay i know you want to be the manager of that company or that division i know you want to be the business owner and i know you want to be the manager but take small steps okay every day just take small steps doing research is a step selecting five jobs on indeed is a step Creating a resume is a step. Writing a motivational letter is a step. And these little steps are things you can do every single day. You're not going to have your dream job and desired life tomorrow. But set a goal for yourself. I know that I, I was fired in, in August and I told myself I would like to have a new career by January 1st. So I, ha- I gave myself four months and I, I completed that in four months. You know? So... Give yourself a realistic timeline for the things that you want to achieve. In order to achieve those things, (laughs) you need to put new habits into place, right? New habits equal a new life. I'm saying that because, like I said, the first few weeks, extended vacation. After that, I fell into this, like, I don't know, it was just... I didn't didn't even have a rhythm, you know? Sometimes I woke up at 9.30, sometimes I... I woke up at 5 a.m. and there were days that I went to bed at like 1 a.m., you know. It was just all over the place. But if I wanted to achieve that new lifestyle, I needed to put new habits into place. And I wanted to, my goal was to cook more. <laughs> I don't know if I, if I stick to that, but my goal then was to cook more. So if I wanted to achieve that, that meant, that meant I had to step into creation mode and actually do it, take the action. So then I made it, made it a habit for myself to cook meals regularly. Okay, if you want to achieve that, do it. So you need to create new, new habits. And you can, do, you can create new habits surrounding, like, like, like I said, food and cooking, like health or exercising or like sticking to a sleep schedule and, and stick to it strictly so that your days are structured. Uh, but it can also be like goals surrounding networking. Like, okay, I want a new job. I don't know where to start. It's my goal to connect to three new people on LinkedIn every week. I don't know. You know, what's going to get you from the point where you're in now, that huge void, to the desired life? 
networking can be one of those goals. Maybe it's less screen time. Maybe um, when you are in this no man's land, so to speak, and you watch Netflix all the time, you notice that your screen time has increased by a thousand and maybe just cutting down on that screen time and actually living in the moment and going out for a walk and exercising and talking to other people or doing something different is going to help you achieve those goals. So define for yourself what your new habits are, put them in place and stick to them because that's going to get you, that's what's going to get you ahead. And the last step is self-love and <laughs> it sounds really cheesy but um, self-love compassion patience you need a lot of that you need a lot of it you know um, there's absolutely no reason you should be getting down on yourself because you are exactly where you need to be like I said this is it's not a race so you're exactly where you need to be and if you've done all the things that we just discussed you are already well on your way it's a process. It's not something that you can just like check off and okay, I've done, I, I can move on to the next thing. It's a continuous process, just like everything else I talk about in life. Um, there are days you feel great, you feel motivated. There are going to be days that you feel like shit. Things aren't going your way. You're down on yourself. You're, you're tired, you're emotional, you're sad, you're frustrated. Those days happen, those moments happen. Allow the feeling to pass. Know that you are not that feeling. Don't identify with the feeling, okay? You know, you are not frustrated. You are feeling frustration. You're not sad. You feel sadness, okay? Distance yourself from that feeling for just a little bit. Create space between you and that feeling. Acknowledge the feeling, okay? I'm sad or I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling sadness. That's okay. Why am I feeling sad? What's something that I can do right now to make me feel better? What do I need in this moment? Is it Netflix? And popcorn, is it moving, going out of the house, is it running, whatever it is. It's a lot of self-love, it's a lot of patience. Just be sure to recommit. <laughs> I mean, that's all there is to it, you know. Fine, you feel like shit today, that's totally fine. Hug it out with your friend and then tomorrow recommit to doing the things that you wanted to do. What I also did when I was fired in that period, I made life, or I tried to make life more fun for myself. So I would treat myself to a nice coffee or a new outfit you know if I had applied to a couple of jobs and I, I, I created a new resume or I wrote like a motivation letter I would go out and I would treat myself for those little things okay schedule in some time for yourself um, to um, yeah get back to yourself really to like feeling like yourself do the things that you enjoy and uh, definitely reward yourself along this journey so um yeah, breathe. It's going to work out. You're going to be fine. Uh, just trust the process. Trust yourself. It's a temporary thing. And just know that there are so many people in this world who have experienced it. You know, I've experienced it and the people that I talk to and my clients have experienced it. There's like nothing, nothing wrong with you. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Um, just step into creation mode. You know, that's the, that's the biggest thing. And by doing that, you have to first define your goals, define your, define your vision, let go of victimhood, stop being the victim. Things are not happening to you. Things are happening for you. And it's a good thing I'm saying that because that period of my life, when I, those four months when I didn't have a job, they were life changing. I look back on them now, I'm like, damn, that was the minute my life 
pivoted and I finally got to work towards the goals and my desires. I mean, it's easy to talk about in hindsight, I understand, but I know that one day you're going to look back and you're going to be like, yep, Jill is right. This is amazing. So make sure to um, document your journey, right? <laughs> Write in your journal and document your journey and see how you're feeling. It's a good way, A, to check in and B, to look back on, on this period and actually be proud of the things that you've done. And also, once you've done this, once you've survived this void and something happens again later in your life, you'll know that you're able to survive it. And if you have it documented in your journal, you can look back on how you felt and how you solved things back then. That's how I did it. That's how I wrote this blog. That's how I created this podcast because I wrote down how I felt in that moment, in those moments. And I have done this three times. And so I know exactly the process. I, I mapped out the process of those three times. And every it works every time. It works every time. So visualize the life, set your goals, your intentions, let go of being the victim, step into creation mode, get into action, take small steps consistently, create new habits, and love yourself. All right, I will speak to you soon, and I'll see you in the workshop if you're there on November 21st. <laughs>